Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Football Jesus delivers again. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, on Sirius XM, Channel 80, and of course, on your smart speaker as well. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Follow us on Twitter at Chris Carlin, at Chris Canty 99, and excuse me, at Chris Canty 99. Follow us on X at uh, at Chris Canty 99 and at Chris Carlin. Um, Aaron Rodgers, in case you missed it, reworked his contract, took a $35 million pay cut yesterday mm. over the next couple of years mm. to help the New York Jets. And he voluntarily did that so that they could create more cap space for this year, next year, and not coincidentally, Canty, today the Jets have Dalvin Cook visiting and would not be shocked if by the end of the day or maybe by the weekend he is a member of the New York Jets. Is Aaron Rodgers right now following in the footsteps of Tom Brady? Well, he's trying his damnedest. And that's exactly what he should do because at this stage in his career, it's about winning championships. And he ain't got a whole lot of time to do it, big fella. Now, I get it. It's more than a one-year proposition based on how they reworked the contract. And Rodgers said as much last, last week when he, uh, he, he, you know, he reiterated the fact that the Jets gave up an awful lot in order to get him. It would be unfair if it was only a one-year proposition. Think about this. The New York Jets sent the Packers – a first-round pick swap in 2023, a second-round pick in 2023, and then a conditional second-round pick in 2024 that will likely be a first-round first pick based on Aaron Rodgers' playtime, uh, the amount of snaps that the guy takes. So I, I just – it's a lot to give up. You're talking about three premium draft choices for a 40-year-old quarterback. It, it just makes sense that Rodgers would give this team more runway – in order to accomplish the ultimate goal, which is winning a championship. Look, at this point, if Aaron Rodgers is trying to legitimately do something about his legacy, which I think is part of it, coming to the Jets and winning a Super Bowl for the Jets for me would be equivalent of winning two or three Super Bowls for somebody else or in Green Bay. Because... You are talking about completely reversing the history of a team that has been known for nothing but ineptitude for the last 50 years. And if you're going to do that here, that vaults you way up. And so I, I suppose you could say when you've already made $305 million and you know you're going to make 75 minimum the next two years, Making that kind of sacrifice might be a little bit more palatable, but make no mistake, it's a big sacrifice. Well, yeah, he's making a sacrifice, but that's kind of what Tom Brady did in Tampa his first year, right? He didn't take a market, top-of-the-market deal. He left some room on the table, but he told the organization, go out and get me Antonio Brown. They did that. Go out and get me Leonard Fournette. They did that. Go trade for Rob Gronkowski. They did that. They put all the pieces in place to make Tom Brady as comfortable as he possibly could be. Oh, by the way, they drafted Tristan Wirfs in the first round to add to that offensive line in that offseason as well. I mean, they're, they're doing essentially the same thing with the New York Jets, right? They went out and they signed Alan Lazard and they got Randall Cobb before they even made the trade for Aaron Rodgers. And now they're flirting with the idea of adding Dalvin Cook. He's in the building right now on a free agent visit. So it just makes sense that the quarterback is going to push the chips to the middle of the table because ultimately we're going to judge his success or failure in New York 
by how close this team gets to winning a championship. Peyton Manning agrees with you wholeheartedly, as we heard on NFL Live. I saw Aaron in May uh, at the Kentucky Derby, and I could tell how he excited he was about this new chapter. Yeah. Obviously, with Tom recently doing it, it's a second chapter for him, and uh, he's already uh, got great rapport with his teammates. You can tell how excited the coaching staff is. I think he's going to play really well, especially the fact that his former coach, Hackett, is yeah. there calling the plays. That's going to make Aaron feel comfortable. If he's comfortable, the guys around him will play fast. I think the Jets are going to have a good year. Interesting that Peyton should mention Nathaniel Hackett because Canty, uh, today in a story from USA Today's Jared Bell, Sean Payton, the head coach of the Broncos, had some interesting comments uh, not just about Hackett, but seemingly out of nowhere about the Jets in correlation to his own team. Let's give you those comments, first of all. Number one, in reference to uh, Hackett last year, quote, it might have been one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL. That's how bad it was. Mm. Wow. That's number one. Then number two, this is talking about his own team. It doesn't happen often where an NFL team or an organization gets embarrassed. And that happened here. Part of it was their own fault relative to spending so much blanking time trying to win the offseason. The PR, the pomp and circumstance, marching people around and all this stuff. We're not doing any of that. The Jets did that this year. You watch Hard Knocks, all of it. I can see it coming. Remember when Dan Snyder put that dream team together in Washington? I was at the Giants at the time. I was a young coach. I thought, how are we going to compete with them? Deion Sanders is there now. That team won eight games or whatever. So listen, just put the work in, end quote. Canty, I mean, just destroying Nathaniel Hackett. And then at the same time, taking a shot at the Jets. I understand the context of it trying to tell his own guys to just shut up and go to work. But I think it's really, really interesting that Peyton chose to do that for a guy that this is not his first rodeo. Oh, well, Sean Peyton's not shy about letting people know how he feels about things. If he gets asked a question, he's going to answer it bluntly. And I think that's what he was doing while also sending a message to everybody within his organization about what the culture is going to be moving forward. Because remember, some of those bad actors that played a role in how that Broncos season came off the rails last year, Mm. like they're still there. And so I think this is Sean Payton setting the tone and using the Jets as an example to do it with all of the hoopla around that squad. So I'm... It's it's not something that we typically see from current head coaches, but this doesn't surprise me coming from Sean Payton because I know him from our time in Dallas together in the mid-2000s. Now, what I will say is I'm looking forward to that week five matchup in Mile High Stadium when Dan <laughs> Green is going to pay a visit. That is going to be must-see TV. But as far as all of the concerns that the Jets would have, as according to Sean Payton, he's absolutely right. Like, I remember the 2011 Philadelphia Eagles and how Vince Young dubbed yep. them the dream team. Yep. Look at what the hell happened to them. And a team in their division, <clears throat> the New York Giants, ended up winning the Super Bowl. So I just there, – there go there's a lot that goes into winning a championship. And even though you can have a good roster on paper, there's a lot to be said about good coaching. There's a lot to be said about chemistry and rapport. 
Those things are important when it comes to everybody being on the same page so you can be the best version of yourselves for those 17 games that you have in the regular season and beyond if you're fortunate enough to qualify for the playoffs. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776 to answer this question. I'm Cantia Carlin in for Greeny, ESPN Radio. If the Jets do sign Dalvin Cook, are they now definitively the favorites in the AFC East and... Are they now really, truly in discussion, in the discussion, as a top team in the AFC right there with the Kansas City Chiefs? Let's just give you, uh, right now, and they haven't signed Cook yet, but right now, from our friends at Caesar Sportsbook, the Buffalo Bills are still the favorites at plus 125 to win the division. The Jets are plus 250. So that means according to the... The betters or Vegas right now, the Bills are two times as likely in their estimation to win the division as the Jets, and then the Dolphins are at plus 300 right there. I, that's, I wild. T- that's wild to me. Yeah. I don't see it that way. I, I, I don't see it that way either. I don't see it that way. And, and it feels odd that that would be the case right now. Yeah, that's strange. I don't I don't see it that way, big fella. I, I think this is a situation where the Jets have fewer questions than anybody else in the AFC East. And I get it. The Bills have been the darling of the division for the last two or three years. Think about this. Back-to-back years, you're talking about the Bills having a top five offense and a top five defense as far as scoring points. That's unheard of. But I think there are some questions coming out of Buffalo. I mean, the quarterback turning the ball over, Josh Allen, 19 turnovers last year, seven in the red zone. The relationship that the quarterback has with the number one receiver, Stephon Diggs, Tremaine Edmonds, their middle linebacker, defecting in free agency and going to the Bears, Leslie Frazier, their defensive play caller, no longer being with the team. There are some questions that they got to answer in Buffalo. Von Miller might not be available early on in the season. How are they going to overcome that? I'm curious to see where that Bills team goes from here after having a couple of years where they did not realize the expectations that they had, especially last year where they had home field advantage against the Cincinnati Bengals. The Miami Dolphins, the Tua question is going to be ever-present. The New England Patriots, the Mac Jones question is going to be ever-present. If you look at the New York Jets outside of the offensive line, there really aren't a whole lot of questions for that team. There really aren't. I mean, you're going to get competent quarterback play from Aaron Rodgers, and you have arguably the best defense in the entire National Football League. I, I just I feel really good about where the Jets are at, it's so much so that I think they should be the favorite, whether they sign Dalvin Cook or not, going into the 2023 season. Now, if they sign Dalvin Cook, not only are we talking about them being the favorite in that division, but we're talking about them being a lot closer to the Kansas City Chiefs than anybody would have thought coming into this offseason. Canty, so I'm looking at the AFC right now, okay? As far as betting, Chiefs plus 350 to win the conference. Mm-hmm. Bills plus 475. Bengals plus 500. Jets plus 900. Nine to I one. think I hear value, big fella. Canty. I think I hear value. <laughs> Nine to one to win the conference. I, Let's I do it I before hear... Dalvin Cook's here. I, I think I hear value, big fella. I'm just saying, listen, I know the games aren't played on paper. I understand. But when you look at the Jets roster, you look at what they're bringing to the party, and you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, I mean, it, they ain't far off. Now, I get it. The Chiefs have Andy Reid, who's arguably the best coach, coach in the conference. They have Pat Mahomes. 
inarguably the best football player on the planet. Like, I just, I get that. Mm-hmm. But the Jets ain't that far off, man. They're just not. All right, which of They're these would not. you rather? Which of these would you rather take? Nine to one to win the conference, sixteen to one to win the Super Bowl. I'm going to go nine to one to win the conference. Me too. Yeah. I, you know what just happened? I think we just became best friends, and we are jumping on board. That's what just happened. Is is this a joint Canty and Carlin effort? Oh, I think it's what are we, we would are call we going it, in on this together? Here's what we'd call it: a family affair. That's Hello. Right. <laughs> Cam, are you in? Jets 9 to 1. No, not until you see Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> it's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. So we want to hear from you at 888 say ESPN. The lines are open for you right now. Are the Jets, if they sign Dalvin Cook, definitively the favorites in the AFC East and Right there in the discussion with the Kansas City Chiefs. I can't believe we're saying that, but we are. That in just moments. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Greeny, the podcast. Lines are lit up on the Jets. And if they sign Dalvin Cook, where they stack up in the conference, let alone being the favorites in the division. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio on Sirius XM Channel 80. We're coming to you live from the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Before we hit your calls in two minutes, we first get to the rant of the day, and it's a doozy. They are who we thought they were. Playoffs? Playoffs? You kidding me? You kidding me? Hello? You play to win the game. Rant of the day. 
Absolutely awesome stuff yesterday, Canty, for our buddy Mad Dog, Chris Russo, on his MLB Network show, High Heat. He had Joey Votto on from the Cincinnati Reds, who, you know, he has enjoyed every bit of the Reds' renaissance, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But listen to Votto go after Dog, and he's doing it with a smile on his face. But it's absolutely fantastic what he had to say. Again, this is from MLB Network's High Heat. A couple yeah. of months ago, you said that Zach Greinke and I are a hall of very good ball players. I think Zach and I would agree. You may be right, but I get the gist of what's going on here. I know what you're doing. You're looking down on us. A couple small market Midwest ball players. Just because we're not big city, just like you. Mr. New York City, Sirius XM radio star. Mr. National Television, ESPN star. With your Fifth Avenue ties and your crisp pocket squares, your tailored suits and your polished shoes and your hair. Your perfectly coiffed Broadway hair. Must be nice to sit atop that Madison Avenue ivory tower looking down on us with those luscious locks. Not everyone can be the next Roger Peckinpah, mad dog. You should be ashamed of yourself. You're a disgrace. <laughs> That's hilarious, by the way, by That's Joey That's amazing. Oh, it was he so good. Awesome. And and for you. somebody that prides himself on being a Midwest small market ball player, he sure knows a hell of a lot about New York. Broadway <laughs> hair, Fifth Avenue ties. All right, a couple uh, of I things. I mean, looking down, down himself on his Madison T- Avenue ivory tower. I'm just saying. Joey Votto knows a hell of a lot about New York City to say that he's just a small market, you know, Midwest ball player. I'm oh, just yeah, putting he, it out there. A simple guy that's made $225 million. Hello. But, but Hello. even that aside, first of all, Dog has never been perfectly quaffed with his hair Never his been. I've never life. seen that. I've never seen that. And, and I, I have to say, like, that was, if Joey Votto wants to go into professional wrestling, I would want to manage him. That was yeah. a tremendous promo he just cut. Yeah. That was yeah. as good as it gets. Yeah, but dog saying that Zach Granke and Joey Votto are Hall of Very Good, I don't know about that one. Oh, I no, mean, I agree with him. Hall no, I don't know good. about that, man. Is Joey, you think Joey Votto's a Hall of Famer? I'm not saying Votto, but Zach Granke? I mean, he, he's 52 strikeouts away from 3,000. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't, he's got 224 wins. I don't know that you keep him out of the Hall of Fame with those types of numbers, bro. Mm. The, 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 wins, the wins I understand more because they're so much harder to come by these days. Um, but when I think Zach Greinke, do I think Hall of Famer right away? I don't. I don't. Okay. I can okay. see the case, though. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, in for Grinny. Let's hit you on the phone lines on these New York Jets. John. Two reasons why I'm not a, I'm not a buyer on this. The first, maybe a little controversial, I don't think you're going to agree with me, but... Aaron Rodgers, aside from his Super Bowl here, has been terrible in the playoffs. He's given it away. So I don't trust him in the playoffs. I wouldn't say terrible, but he was bad a couple of years ago against the 49ers. Yeah. So that, coupled with the fact that the offensive line is very suspect, uh, I don't think they're going to – I don't think they'll win it. Listen, the one thing that we need to bring up with the offensive line that uh, we should have mentioned earlier, too, the Mackay Becton thing, a little banged up, can't he? Sitting out practice yesterday. Is, and I thought it was interesting the way that uh, Robert Sala put it was that um, his knee just didn't have it today. You know, that, that's kind of an odd thing, kind of an odd way to put it, you know, as he's coming back from a knee injury. But nonetheless, I don't think it's a horrible offensive line. I think they've got some depth at least. 
Well, yeah, I mean, the Makai Becton thing doesn't surprise me, right? I mean, outside of his first year, the guy hadn't been able to stay healthy. They're talking about how he was in the best shape of his life this offseason. And what did I tell you? I believe it when I see it with that kid. And yeah. Dwayne Brown being on PUP doesn't make you feel great either. Although he's a veteran player, you would expect that they would take it easy on him in training camp, knowing that he's on last legs. But he played well for him last year. So I'll, I'll give them that one. But they do have competent tackle depth behind those two. You got Max Mitchell, who's a nice young player that they really, really like. And you got Billy Turner, who played for the Denver Broncos once upon a time. He's played in a lot of football games. So you like that depth. And then you have Connor McGovern as a swing guard center um, backing up uh, the young guy, Joe Tipman, and uh, Elijah Vera Tucker and Lakin Tomlinson. So I feel good about their offensive line group. I mean, you're talking about having eight legitimate NFL players in that offensive line room. So I guess the, the combination of those guys will be serviceable enough to keep Aaron Rodgers upright so he can do his job. But as far as I'm concerned with the Jets, think about this. That defense is a championship caliber defense, Carlin. Last year, the Jets, if they had scored league average, which is 21 points in every game, that team would have been 11 and six rather than seven and 10. Aaron Rodgers, for context, over the past three years, was held under 21 points only 12 times out of a possible 53 games. What does that tell me? That Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to produce at a level that takes advantage of their defense being able to hold opposing offenses down, which is why I'm bullish on the Jets this year. Yeah, the only the only thing that has me hesitating is how he played last season. And I know he was banged up, but he did not he did not play great last season. By the way, no, according to Rich Cimini, uh no Mekhi Becton at team drills again today. One is up next on ESPN Radio. Juan, what do you got, bud? Uh, I'm a Bills Mafia member, so this is coming from someone who's a real fan, not a guy who's going to best with his heart. And I'm looking at Delvin Cook inside of an offense with Aaron Rodgers with tools that he can actually work with where he doesn't have to worry about the running back actually being healthy. He has two guys now. Let's mention it. Let's talk about his greatest years when he has a running back that can do both, which is Mm. run the ball, and also catch the ball. So when I'm looking at the New York Jets and I'm looking at the Buffalo Bills and the rest of the division, I'm saying as a Bills fan, I still believe that Buffalo can and will win the division. However, that does not mean that if the New York Jets won a division, it would shock me. They have Mm. everything you would want to win the Super Bowl. Thank you so much. I couldn't agree more with Juan. They got all of the elements. It's just a matter of can they put it together? What's the chemistry on the team going to be like? And can Rob Sala, in those critical situations, make the right decisions as a head coach? Like, all of that stuff matters. Like, there's a learning curve that comes along with winning a championship, and most of those guys in that building, including the coaching staff, have no idea what it takes to compete and win at the highest level. That is probably the biggest impediment to the Jets having the kind of success that they're looking for this year. The learning curve that it takes from going to a team, from a team that has the longest playoff drought in North American team sports to winning a title. That's a huge curve that they're going to have to be able to figure out on the fly. More of your calls on where the Jets fit in the AFC, not just in the AFC East in the conference. Overall, if in fact they can get a deal done with Dalvin Cook, according to our Rich Shemini, is visiting the Jets today a day after Aaron Rodgers reworked his contract and gave up $35 million. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. We hear more from you in just moments. Plus, what the hell's going on with these aliens? Why is nobody talking about this? This is something, people.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Greeny, the podcast. 888-729-3776. Dalvin Cook visiting the Jets today. If he ends up with the Jets, are they not only the favorites in the AFC East, but right there with the Kansas City Chiefs on paper in the AFC? It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. We get to the calls in just four minutes. 888-SAY-ESPN. Lines are open for you right now, but first... They say what? what? I have to believe one and one is three. I, I can't. I can't uh, operate where one and one is two. They said what? what? I missed that. We haven't played. Larry that Jones is a gem. He really gym. is. Oh, he really <laughs> is in every way. Uh, Jason and Travis Kelsey on their podcast, uh, the New Heights podcast, discussing Travis attending the Taylor Swift concert recently, I think the one in Kansas City. Speaking of Taylor Swift, I know you went to the Taylor Swift concert. How was it? Yeah, well, I was disappointed that she doesn't talk before or after her shows because she has to save her voice for the 44 songs that she sings. So I was a little butthurt I didn't get to hand her one of the bracelets I made for her. You made her a bracelet? Yeah. If you're up on uh, Taylor Swift concerts, there are friendship bracelets, and I received a bunch of them being there, but I wanted to give Taylor Swift one with my number on it. Not right now. Your number's in 87 or your phone number? You know which one. <laughs> she doesn't meet anybody, or at least she didn't want to meet me, so I took a personal. She probably just hasn't gotten over the Super Bowl yet. She's a big Eagles fan. Maybe she just made something up and just didn't want to talk to you. Damn it. Wow. I, I wow. got to tell you. Listen, Travis Kelsey's doing fine, but that's a little bit of a thirsty move on his part. How so? Because... You're going after Taylor Swift, and really all you're doing is doing it for the attention. Travis Kelsey is not, is not trying to date Taylor Swift because he thinks he is finding his soulmate. How he do is we know doing that? It how, for, uh, hold on. How do we know that? We see celebrity couples link up all the time. How do we know that Travis Kelsey is not genuinely interested in Taylor Swift? The dude did his own dating show on TV a couple of years ago. He is Does doing that mean it for he's the not attention. not entitled to find true love? Yeah, what no. are you talking about? <laughs> 
No, if you're not going to find it on television, Canty, where are you going to find it? I mean, that's shooting his shot at the Taylor Swift concert. I don't blame him for it. And here's the thing. I get that making a bracelet seems a little creepy. But at the same time, if you're a Swifty and that's what they do, that's around the concert, passing out the friendship bracelets, then Mm -hmm. it makes all the sense in the world. Make a bracelet with your phone number. It's creative. I don't have a problem with it It, at all. It's creative, but it's not that I have a problem with it. You do have a problem with it. No, no, no. I I just called it thirsty. You just said it was thirsty. I said it was thirsty, yes. You just said it was desert thirsty. It is desert thirsty. On his part, you're Travis Kelsey. You're trying to get with Taylor Swift. There's one reason you're trying to date Taylor Swift. And that's for the tabloids and the attention, and that's it. No, you don't want the Travis attention. Travis Kelsey man. is football's Pete Davidson. Let's Date, be clear. <laughs> wow, that's a bridge too far. <laughs> Listen, dating Taylor Swift is no easy feat, and we know the pressure that goes along with being her boyfriend because if you break up with her, she's going to oh, write God. a song about you. Yeah, there's so, no, I mean, like, like if you're Travis Kelsey, you don't want to be that guy. It ain't going to be a 10-minute song either. Like Jake Gyllenhaal. He's going to be a whole damn album. Exactly. (laughs) With Travis Kelsey. For what is there more pressure on Travis Kelsey? To win his third Super Bowl or to date Taylor Swift? I feel like dating Taylor Swift at this point. There's no question. Like, I know he's going to win more championships. I want to see him date Taylor Swift. The easiest thing in his life is playing football with Patrick Mahomes. That's it. Listen, man. Listen, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. I don't have a problem with it. I remember when rapper Yo Gotti made a song about Angela Simmons. And Angela Simmons rejected him for years. Guess who Yo Gotti is dating now? <laughs> Angela Simmons. So listen, hey, don't don't be discouraged by missing your first shot. Travis Kelsey, if you can hear us, keep shooting your shot. You might just get a chance. I'm just saying. Or if you're me, you might get a restraining order. It's Canty and Carlin wow. on ESPN Radio. I feel like the culture needs this, though. Kelsey and Swift together. I feel like we need this. Yeah, it'd be entertaining, but I, I don't know. I want more for Taylor. I want more for Taylor. I don't think Travis has reached that age if we're taking his whole life seriously beyond football. I don't know if we've gotten there yet. You're such a bad guy. I can't can, believe you're can saying I, this about Travis Kelsey. I can I ask a question that has been bothering me for the last, frankly, the last couple of months? What's but, going on? But really yesterday. You see what's going on in front of Congress yesterday with the whole alien thing? I saw that on the news. I saw that. So in in case you don't know, there were hearings in front of Congress that involved uh, somebody that was high up in in military projects, formerly. And he confirmed that the government, for a long time, has been collecting unidentified flying objects and reverse-engineering them to find out about the technology. Basically, what they're telling us is they have known about aliens forever, and whether it's Area 51 or whatever, and they will not tell us a damn thing about it. And you, you probably saw the thing in Vegas a couple of months ago where there was legitimately some people that saw these aliens in their backyard and police came independent of that and had seen something odd with it, too. Like, this is happening a lot right now, dude. Why yeah, is this not a bigger story? I mean, it, it, well, it is a big story. It was on national news last night. But, but it I'm took this like, to finally happen. No, I, I get where you're coming from, but you had military officials saying they saw things on radar or they saw things on video that they just couldn't explain. They didn't know what they were. And these are people that have been involved in, 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 in surveillance for decades in the armed forces like that that to me is a huge concern when they when they don't know what something is and they have access 
to all the information at the highest levels, that's a head scratcher. That raises a lot of eyebrows, big fella. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm at the point now that if there are aliens, go ahead and tell me. I don't want to be surprised with a big spaceship over New York City like we saw in the movie Independence Day. Yeah. If there are aliens out there, let us know. If we're not alone in the universe, go ahead and say so. I don't need to be caught off guard by this. There are some things that I don't mean be, mind being surprised with. Finding out that there are aliens is not one of them. You know, at this point, I'm just assuming that there are. I think okay. it's kind of arrogant if we assume that they're not somewhere. But Canty, well, we I, haven't we haven't heard of them in thousands of years of human history. I know, but apparently they've been keeping us keeping information from us about this. <laughs> but I do have to say, I don't know if you caught any of the discussion during the break that was going on in the studio. Hmm. Cam and Harry were talking about this and the plausibility of aliens, and Cam's like, "Yeah, maybe I, I think they probably do exist." And then Harry who is in for Bubba today, was full-on in. Harry, please explain your theory on aliens and the whole thing. Okay, well, first of all, I do think that there's a possibility that aliens can just be from outer space, like you see the you know gray guys with the big heads and the black eyes. I think that's definitely a possibility, but I think that another possibility could be that they are next-dimensional creatures. Like, we're in the third dimension. We look at cartoon characters and TV characters in the second dimension. I think there can be, like, aliens from the fourth, fifth, whatever dimensions that look at us the same way we look at, like, fictional characters. So, like, there's a multiverse out there. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. Mm. I right. saw Spider-Man. That, I mean, I mean that, and, that's, and, that's and, another level. <laughs> and the way I think about it is, like, because I thought, well, 2D characters, you know, we created them, right? So they can't be real that would have to go under the assumption then that we're created by these fourth dimensional oh characters. My gosh. Are you telling me that there's evidence that is not the case? <laughs> Are you telling we're me that there's evidence that it is somebody. the case? Nah, man. <laughs> wow. I, I yeah. This I is don't why even know what to, I don't even know what to say to that. I, I know this is what we this is why I brought in Harry. Yeah. Because Cam's like, yeah, yeah, maybe I'm, there's I'm, something. This, this sounds like an episode of Black Mirror. I'm pretty deep in the weeds with this stuff, like with podcasts. No really? So yeah. I listen to this all the time. Yeah. That was well thought out too. It, it really was. How many dimensions are there, Harry? I see now I'm that's beyond my my scope of are practice. Are the fifth dimensional creatures looking at the I fourth do, dimensional creatures like we look at the second dimensional see, creatures? See, I think so. I think the fourth dimension is time. I don't know what the fifth dimension is. Do we know for sure that there's a fourth dimension? Well, we know there's a first and a second dimension. Right. And that's I don't true. think that like assuming that there's only the dimension in which we live would be just assuming that we are the most important thing in the universe and the universe is so big that there is no way that's the case see i agree with that yeah canty i do think it's arrogant of us to think that we are the most important thing in the universe yeah i'm having trouble wrapping my mind around this conversation <laughs> uh, my like I, I gotta bring things back down to earth i need to be grounded a little bit more like i can't like the idea of a fourth dimension, I just I don't understand. You can't comprehend it, right? Because <laughs> like a two D character would not be able to comprehend the dimension in which we live. We can't comprehend what the there other dimension is. I, I, I guess I guess that's true because I can't comprehend how Pat Mahomes can do certain things on yeah, a football let's talk field. About the so Jets. I guess it makes sense <laughs> that there is the existence of aliens because he's clearly one of them. Yeah, Canty, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but let's talk about something a whole lot more realistic, and that's the Jets winning a Super Bowl. <laughs> Here's Jose <laughs> in Brooklyn next. <laughs> ESPN Radio. What's up, Jose? 
Hey guys, how you doing? You guys got me feeling like Will Smith at the end of Men in Black, where Tommy Lee Jones kicks the door open and it, and it's a bigger locker with bigger aliens. That's how you guys got me feeling. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I mean, I'd rather see him, you know, like he was at the end of uh, Independence Day, cracking open a cigar. He definitely. So or shout out to the, the company. I wanted to get my uh, jet pointed uh, with the Jets. I, I, with if they signed Alvin Cook, I totally think that this team is up at the same level with the AFC's best. You know, possibly with the Chiefs and the Bengals because I, I, I when we got Aaron Rodgers, I, we were seven. What was it? Seven and five, Carlin, with with without a quarterback and and tied for the division in the middle of the season. So if we can just you know somehow keep the defense even in a top 10, you know, stratosphere and Aaron Rodgers doing his thing with Garrett Wilson and all the weapons that we have. I'm all, all excited for it. I, I am totally, you know, down with the Super Bowl expectations. Listen, I, I understand that. And you have every reason to be excited for it. And just the mere fact that we can actually have that discussion, that you can do it and it's not crazy is almost a victory in and of itself. But you were sitting, I, I get the idea, Kansas just told you, you score the average amount of points in the league last year, and the Jets win 11 games, not seven. And they were seven and four. It's fair. Yeah, I mean, this, this is a team that has all the makings of winning a Super Bowl, but there's a curve that comes along with winning at that level. And my biggest concern, big fella, is not the offensive line, but it's how they adjust to the expectations of competing for a championship. Oh dear! This God. is a group, a core of players that don't have experience in the postseason. So understanding what it takes to win in December and on into January, like there, there's going to be an adjustment that has to be made, and Aaron Rodgers is going to have to impart a lot of his wisdom on not only the guys in that locker room, but in the coaching staff in order to get that done. Now we'll have to wait and see. I think that combined with the concern, the injury concern, is the only thing that can keep the Jets from, you know, getting close to realizing their expectations of getting into the postseason. And that dovetails perfectly into the following statement. Moments ago, Garrett Wilson limped off the field. There's video of it. Mm. It didn't look super serious, but Canty, he did stop practicing. Yeah, and that's not great because you want that Wilson-Rogers connection to be humming on all cylinders by the time we get to week one, right? And we recognize how the Jets have to get out to a fast start because, big fella, they're scheduled to open up the season. Yeah, not the easiest. I mean, six of the first eight teams that they play were in the postseason last year. They got the Bills, the Cowboys, the Patriots, the Chiefs, Broncos, Eagles, Giants, and Chargers. That, that ain't That ain't easy. No. No, it is not. So your margin for error in the first couple of months of the season is slim to none. I, I think we just went from we're jumping all over the Jets at 9-1 to one to win the conference to Garrett Wilson limping off. Maybe I'm out. <laughs> no, to win the division. Let's be clear. To win the division. I didn't say win the conference. Oh, no, no, 9-1 to one was win the conference. Taking nine. aliens existing at 9-1, to one, though. <laughs> Again, what's more likely at this point? It's a fair question. Tomorrow, another one. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcasts.